I've produced two episodes a week for three years, never missed one. And that's amidst all of my life events, good and bad, never missed anything. Um, so there's definitely something to be said about um, being consistent. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Girl Podcast. I'm Raquel. And I'm Natasha. And if you are new here, welcome. Peace, love, and unicorns is what we say here. We're millennials. We talk about a lot of stuff. We have issues. It's fine. <laughs> I love how it's always focused on issues. I mean, we do. We, we talk about mental health. We talk about anxiety, those Music. kind of things. But then, yes, today we do have a background coming from EDM radio. So Which we like having guests on that are in the music industry as we're going to talk to today. But yes, we talk about a lot of different stuff and millennial things, millennial problems, millennial good things, fun things. And we don't take ourselves too seriously. I know. Seriously. I'm just like, I have issues. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know what to do. <laughs> Give us a five-star rating in the Apple podcast land uh, area because it helps the algorithm. We don't know why, but it does. So do it. And of course, subscribe YouTube. Ugh, ring the bell, all that good stuff. There's I, so much to do. I'm like, please just do it. Wait, we love you. I'm sorry. I just realized that the bottle is in the background. <laughs> sorry. Okay. Just to point this out. Sorry. We're just going to go for it. Just to point out, by the way, anybody that is watching right now, we typically record on Thursdays or Saturdays in the afternoon, late afternoon, evening. So don't judge us when this comes out at 10 a.m. But anyways. yes, we are not drinking at 10 a.m. Anyway. <laughs> Our guest, Case, Case Kenny. Thank you so much for being here. New, new mindset. Who dis? That is his podcast. Uh, if you listen to it, first of all, welcome. You're officially millennial girl. Thank you. It's good to be here. I feel like we have a lot in common. It's cool. At first, I was like, oh, cool, a podcast about mental health, but then I was like, oh, the music background, like that's like totally my vibe. So I am uh, super honored to be here. It's cool. Yeah, no, literally saw the cheat codes and Griffin and everything. And I was like, oh, he's on. We have to have him on yeah. the podcast. Like, that's it. Immediate. <laughs> I was like, Natasha, he must be on our podcast. Let's go. <laughs> he also has a podcast as well. He does a lot of content creation online. And it's cool because I know we saw that, you know, you do a lot of kind of like affirmation stuff, like when you write things onto the coffee cups and things like that on your social media. And then I thought that the element of you doing a podcast, but like, kind of almost like a guided meditation where you're like speaking, but then you have like dance music, electronic music in the background, which I know if you obviously want to break that all down on the, on the podcast with us, but it's cool that like, you're kind of mixing these two worlds that in a way you would never really think would kind of mold together, but you're making it happen. So yeah. tell us more about and what I you do. Like, <laughs> so here's the thing yeah. too. I feel like so many people, including myself, like with, with meditating, I can't just sit and, and have the calm app on and be like, yeah. okay, we're going to meditate, especially when I'm so used to music and, and talking and dance and everything. So what you do is so perfect for people like myself. So let's get into that and break that down a little bit, because I feel like people are like, whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, so I'm a, I, I'm a podcaster. That's what I do for a living. Um, the podcast, uh, yeah, I'm grateful to, I mean, the podcast is in the, the top 20 and then I release episodes twice a week, but the ones that I'm really, really passionate about, I do them about once a month are the, the music and, um, meditation. And those are like, it's exactly what you said. Like I am like, I'm super ADD. Like I can't like classic meditation doesn't really work well for me um it could be for lack of effort maybe but like anytime I sit down I get distracted by anything that's like shiny in the room so it's just like not my vibe um and I've always been a huge house music guy or just let's just call it EDM let's just call it dance music guy across all the genres um and I just wanted to find a way 
to combine the two passions of mine, which are mindfulness and music. And um, I, I didn't really figure it out for a long time. Honestly, like the way that I figured out was kind of random. Um, I was like, I was listening back to a clip of my podcast because I was trying to create something for social. And then in another window, I had Spotify open and I was listening to some music. And I just had so many windows open when I was doing this uh, that I couldn't turn my music off soon enough because I was trying to listen to this clip. And it just happened to be like the perfect transition in the song for my audio that I was listening to. And I was like, well, that's that works really, really well. And then I was thinking more about like my my friends and like DJs in general. It's like they play these sets and then they'll, they'll hop in during the transitions to promote an album or a concert or something like that. And I was like, well, why not fill that with something that's mindfulness related? So I was like, oh, that's a cool idea. So I, just, I started creating some with some of my friends who are DJs and producers and those blew up like those are my most pot, my, my most downloaded episodes. And then I just started working my way up the, the food chain and then started working with some, some bigger and bigger artists, but it's just fun. It's like, I call them dance music guided meditations. Um, but like, they're just good for like working out or a walk or just something where you want like more like kinetic energy. You don't want to sit down and just stare at a wall. You kind of want to be a little vibey. So I love it. It's like, a, I think it's fun. Some people are like, huh? But most people are like, this is awesome. Like, this is unique. This is cool. This is energizing. It's kind of just what I'm looking for. So it I, is, you know. it is unique. That's what I think that's special about mm-hmm. it is, you know, when we were popping on and like listening to different ones, cause she's a huge Chico's fan, which you guys can bond over that in just a minute, because yeah. I know she needs to talk about this, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's awesome because, you know, we have places here in Miami, like space where space is, definitely like a nightlife club vibe. You go there at night, you listen to house DJs or, Mm -hmm. you know, typically house. Um, but you know, till the sun comes out till this past the sun comes out until the next day, brunch is happening. It's still going, you know, (laughs) total rave situation, but then they also do kind of like mixing the same thing where like at Mm -hmm. sunset, they'll have yoga sessions and, you know, kind of like dance parties, but like mixing in, um, that mindfulness element, like you said, we actually, um, um, one of the guys that I hooked, um, got together with at the radio station to do some promotion on, on air, uh, they do, they're called Daybreaker, And I know they have them kind of like all over yeah. the U S and yeah. it's similar concept too, where I thought it was so interesting. Cause it was different for me. I'm like, the I yoga. always see like Zen as like calm, like not that kinetic us, energy us like you said. in hot yoga, hyperactive. Like yeah. you don't, you don't associate it with like something more energized, I guess. So I think it's really cool that you were able to bring the two together. And it, I think it's almost like it's, it's new and it's different, but I feel like it's starting to become, I guess, like more normal in a way for people that it like, it makes sense for certain people, you know? Yeah. Daybreaker is cool. Like they've hit me up before and I've, I've done some stuff with them. I'm just like, I want to like make like really, really vibey, like really cool. Like even Mm. for my podcast, like sometimes I'll, I'll, like, I want to play like more like house stuff. I want to play trance. I want to play like, mm-hmm. like the, like my kind of house music. Sometimes I got to meet in the middle, play more poppy progressive stuff just to make people happy. Um, mm-hmm. But it's cool. I mean, it's like this movement towards m- like music driven mindfulness. I mean, one of my initial inspirations was above and beyond when they released their um, exactly. flow state. Yep. And I, remember I went to weekender out in um, the Gorge Amphitheater two years ago for their event. And everyone, we did like a, a mass 
meditation and like yoga session to it. And I was like, this is cool, but it would be cooler if everyone was dancing instead. So like that, I just kind of ran with, with that vibe. Uh, and it's been, it's been really fun. It's just part, part of what I do. And it's like, that's like a really cool release for me and people seem to enjoy it. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. I love the concept. And, um, I think, could you tell us like a little bit more about your journey with podcasting? Because we don't typically, I mean, we've had some guests that have started podcasts or they're maybe like in the baby stages as well, but from somebody that's more seasoned, I'm curious to hear kind of your journey and why'd you even start in the first place, how you got to where you are now, because anybody that's listening that maybe is thinking of starting a podcast or has had the thought, oh, it'd be cool to do one, but yeah. don't know the work that goes into it. Let's I, we want to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. I feel like 2020, everyone's like, let's start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. we've, people have even <laughs> fall, either fallen off or they've stuck with it like us. So yeah, yeah. tell us your journey. <laughs> yeah well kudos to you for sticking with it yeah because everyone wants to start a podcast and then when they realize how hard it is to grow um yeah you, know, you see that enthusiasm diminish yeah. Um, yeah I mean I so I started this podcast about two and a half years ago almost three years ago um I've always written online I've always been a marketer so like I understand the ecosystem and kind of what it takes but um I launched it and at the time I had a large email list because I've been writing online for a long time launched it um promoted it and I honestly, I, I got lucky. I don't really know. All I remember is my first month, I got 56,000 downloads on the podcast, which truthfully isn't a ton, but for an independent podcast during your first month, it is a lot. And I, mm-hmm. and from there, I just like, I just kept going. That was, let's call it, let's round up. Let's call it three years ago. I've, I've produced two episodes a week for three years, never missed one. And that's amidst all of my life events, good and bad, never missed anything. Um, so there's definitely something to be said about um, being consistent or I, I totally call it just being stubborn, um, but also loving it. Like I love it. And it's a little unique because I don't do guests on the podcast. I don't, it's not interview style. It's, uh, it's one of two things. It's either me talking for 15, 20 minutes about a, a topic, or it's one of the music and mindfulness episodes. That's it. And people, I, it lends itself to being a little binge worthy. People listen to it, um, on their commutes, former commutes or, in the gym or whatever it may be. Um, and then I started this past year, I don't know why I waited so long, but I started uh, I started writing down quotes from my podcast on coffee cups. And I gained like a hundred and some thousand followers on Instagram for it. Like people seem to really resonate with that. So I call it a bit of luck, a bit of stubbornness, a bit of uh, a unique take on something that has a lot of people trying and you put it all in a, in a cup and mix it together. And uh, that's where I'm now. And <laughs> I've created a business around it and I, I have a whole business and, and, you know, super grateful to be able to do it. And it's just fun. Like I, I love doing it and I, you know, love talking about it clearly. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I was going to say consistency is key and you kind of got ahead of the game because you started it three years ago. We're just all getting into it now. I mean, this was something that we did because of us being on the radio and us unfortunately getting let go from our jobs because of the pandemic. So we mm-hmm. had to kind of play catch up, but here we are and you know, nine months later. So mm-hmm. we're still sticking with it, but I wanted to get into the coffee cups. I was like, <laughs> we got to talk about the coffee cups right now, because <laughs> first of all, I obviously stalked you, duh, did our research. I mean, it kind of just transitioned Were you all of a sudden like, okay, let's write it on a coffee cup. And then it blew up. Or was it something that you were like, hmm, I should do this. Finally did it because you were writing it somewhere else before. And then you put it on the coffee cup and that's really when it took off. 
Yeah. So I was writing it in like my emails and I still do emails, but my Instagram was mostly just glamour shots of me, um, <laughs> which was fun for a little bit. And <laughs> gotta I do it. To, you've got no, I literally going to say, you've got to do it. Right. Um, you've got to build a brand. Uh, and I had like, I had like 20,000 followers and everyone who followed me was people who listened to the podcast. And that was great. They recognized me, but you're not going to grow on Instagram specifically or any social network just by posting photos of yourself unless you're the world's most attractive person. And so <laughs> I was like, I've got, I've got to figure out a way to do this. So I was like, I'm just going to start writing these down. Cause I, I, I've always posted inspirational quotes on the internet. Like I have another account. That's my podcast account. It's got like 200,000 followers. And I just, I, you know, do classic inspirational quote stuff all like digitized. And I was like, there's something that's just, you know, uh, it's a dime a dozen someone who posts inspirational quotes online. I was like, there's gotta be a better way one to have better quotes and two, just to make it more realistic. I was like, I've got to find a way to bring it into the world. And I was like, well, I love coffee. The cup lends itself to being written on. Um, I also like wear vans exclusively. I just like vans. It just simplifies everything for me. So I was like, and so I started posting a picture of the, my coffee cup and my vans, like, and it just, they just started to blow up. That's the easiest answer. Um, people just started to share them. Um, mm. And it kind of went from there. And like, now it's what I do. I post it like three times a week. Uh, they post coffee cup quotes or like my own like longer, longer quotes. And I don't know, I think it's just something that people like more real realness to wellness topics. Like there's right. something a little disingenuous about just like a digitized version of something, but you put it on a coffee cup, you put it on something that people touch and feel every day. It's like, oh, it's cool. It's relatable. So yeah, I do right. that. And it's well and handwritten too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. that's, that's yeah. the part that makes it, I think, you know, the most organic because it's interesting how like certain content, like everybody talks about, you know, the changes and the algorithms and the this and the that. And it's like, sometimes I'm still seeing pages like yours where it's like successful for doing a static post like that, where everybody's talking about how you need to do Instagram reels and you got to do videos because everybody wants to see and Instagram TV three times stuff. a week. And you're like, no, I physically can't make right. it stop. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, it's just so much to keep up with, but I think it's cool. And like, you're even inspiring me right now, like thinking about how we post some of our quotes too, because I mean, I do a lot of the stuff like graphic, like how you, how you were saying, like, yeah. you kind of wanted to go away from that. And I'm even thinking myself, like, wow, just writing it in my notepad, you know, mm -hmm. could be a better way to, you know, put it out there than like creating this whole graphic. And it's so much more work from literally just right. five words you said in the podcast, which is what we do too. Funny enough. Like, I didn't know that it was coming directly from them, but we do the same thing. We've been pulling quotes from our episodes too, just so it like all, uh, oh, yeah, it all comes together <laughs> content wise. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's cool. I think that's that's a that's a good approach to it, and it worked for you. So that's awesome. Yeah, I think I think people are drawn to imperfection, and it's my handwriting, and I definitely mm -hmm. don't have great handwriting. I've gotten better at it because I, I mean, had to. But I think people it looks are good. drawn. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're like, it's pretty nice. What do you mean? <laughs> practice, practice, practice makes perfect. I mean, I've become that crazy dude walking around Chicago taking pictures of his feet so like it's it's become his a whole feet. thing like, people, oh God. people, me a people lot. Yeah, don't take that the wrong way <laughs> he's not trying to promote that it's fine my only fans yeah i mean if, if i said that out of context people would be like what are you what are you doing what are you talking yeah. about um, <laughs> people would be like so, so you're making five dollars for your feet pictures all right yeah, yeah five, five ten bucks whatever whatever it takes yeah so it's it's become a whole vibe for me like yeah. that's that's my thing and 
it's always funny because I like Chicago's a fun town, but it's the winter and it ha- and I feel like it's been this way for a while. But it's it's not the most vibrant town outside of like the summer. So like I'm I'm walking around looking for colorful walls and murals and like it's just like it's mm-hmm. a weird life. It's a, I'm, I'm a <laughs> man. I'm 32 taking you know writing out a coffee cup walking around chicago <laughs> it's just weird it's just weird no that's literally <laughs> us we go to win- we go to winwood and we're like all right well at least there's a ton of great colored walls here like yeah, let's do it i would say yeah you guys i'm jealous yeah you can walk outside that's, and have something well, that's funny it's funny how like i'm sure you know your 12 year old self wasn't thinking like <laughs> well, i'm gonna I'm, be walking around yeah, chicago. when i'm 32 i'm gonna be looking for a colored wall so i can take a picture of my coffee cup and that's that that's like part of my success like it's insane isn't it <laughs> life is weird man was, life is weird <laughs> it is weird i was on um girls got to eat the other day as a guest on their podcast and the way that yeah. Raina introduced me she introduced me as case kenny a guy who likes to lift weights and shares feelings and that's pretty accurate like that's that's really all i do like i just like to work out and then i do all this stuff which i guess you could say is yeah. sharing up feelings so it's, yeah it's 2020 vibes <laughs> Natasha? Yes, Raquel? Do you know what is happening soon? What's happening? I feel like it's gonna be an earthquake or something. Summer is coming! <laughs> an earthquake? I hope not. I hope not either. No, summer is coming. But so... we're gonna shake up your world. Ooh, Ooh spicy! <laughs> With our Dezo. Because you know what? It's nice and refreshing. Summer is coming. You're gonna be in a bathing suit. You need your ice, 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 cold. Dezo? I don't know how many ice is left. Dezo? <laughs> And we love the cactus water, we love the coconut water, we love the watermelon water. Our oh my favorite. God. My favorite, I'm getting like pressed just Don't get like hot flash. <laughs> I love Let it. Let me just pour it on you right okay. now. It's <laughs> like slow motion. But if you want to find out more information about our awesome sponsor, Dezo, coming to Miami very soon, but as of now, they are going to be launching their new website, drinkdezo.com, very soon, where you can order yours today. How is it for you being a guy in the space? Yeah, that's because we also, we have so many girls on, obviously, you know, millennial yeah. girls, welcome. You're like we said before, you are now one. But how is it being a dude in the content creator space, especially like with the mindfulness and slash the music and yeah, all the feels? Yeah, all of the, <laughs> all feels. the feels. Well, um, I mean, I most of my following is women and I, I, I've known that and realized that, never intended it to be that way by any means, but it's just the way it is. So, um, I, I honestly, I think I have a leg up, frankly. I don't know. I mean, you tell me, I mean, I feel like women and like the content that is catered towards them as far as wellness and, you know, mindfulness content, it's mostly other women maybe, and maybe Mm -hmm. they're looking for a fresh take. And I, I say it all the time. Like I'm just a dude being a dude. I'm not an expert. I'm not some guru. I'm not some enlightened guy. I'm literally just the guy who's figuring my own things out. Um, and then I talk a lot about dating content. Like that's kind of been my thing lately. I, I do a lot of dating content because people really want it and need it and find it valuable. So I think talking about that as well, I think women appreciate a, a male perspective sometimes so that could be helpful. And I provide that. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. I mean, the amount of DMS and tags and things I get, um, it's just, it's overwhelming at this point, but it's just really cool to see, to see the impact. And I always ask people, I, I mean, I try to be as contactable as, as possible. And I think that also opens up cool conversation. I'm not, not some like content creator who no one can reach because I'm just, just mm-hmm. a dude. And I, you know, I love doing interviews and things like that. So, um, it's been, it's been really cool to have that like feedback loop from people. 
Yeah, no, for sure. I, that's the fun part about, I think anything online is just really creating that community mm -hmm. because again, I mean, it's really stemming from you, right? I mean, in a sense, you're really the leader of that community and you're, you know, based on what you're doing is what's going to attract the people you would think like-minded to you. So that's what I think is really fun about, I think anything online, but of course, in our case, the podcasting world and, you know, just kind of being able to meet other people that are interested in the same things that you are, or you can learn from each other, or, you know, maybe they bring up something to your attention. Like you said, that makes you create another episode because yeah. you're like, Oh, I didn't think of that. So it's really cool to have that community. But yeah, I was just curious as a guy, like you said, I mean, I would assume that your audience is mostly female based on the content that you're putting out. And so, you know, being around other guys who, you know, a lot of the content that they're putting out is always funny or it's or always or business or, you know, and I'm not saying that you're not touching on those subjects, but I would, I don't know if it's, if it ever is tough for you, I guess, or if it's, you don't even think about it. Like, do you get tired of being like, Oh, this week in dating life? <laughs> like, um, I don't think so. Just because it's relevant for me. Like I'm a single dude in my thirties. Like it's relevant for me to, to think about. And so it's like, if I, if I can talk about it and get paid for it, I, that's a win-win. I think if I was like married with kids, I'd probably be like, it's exhausting talking about how to date in 2020. Like I, I probably wouldn't be that, that way. So I just like, I, tr I try to keep it real. I, I always give examples from my own life of things. So I am always reflecting on my own experiences, which I think is healthy. Um, but no, it's, it's weird. I mean, I don't know if it's, if, if it's, you know, the pandemic or not, but it's like, I've like really found a groove with, you know, sitting down and not feeling pressured to just come up with something. It just seems to kind of flow organically. Um, and yeah, yeah, I enjoy it. It's are, no pressure. Do, are any other guys coming up to you like that they're thanking you for opening up that space? Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I definitely have like a growing number of uh, like male followers. And I think they, they, I know they appreciate it. Like just uh, from one dude to another, I think they're a little less vocal, like women, That's, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. Women are just much more willing to share something dating related on Instagram. For example, I can never see a dude being like, Oh, this is so great talking about your worth and like <laughs> fuck boys, like no guy's going <laughs> to do that, but women, and I give them so many more kudos. They, they do and they're willing to talk about it and if i can give them something that's worth sharing and talking about i'm gonna i'm gonna do that um, but i get a lot of dms from guys they're like hey man low-key like yo you're great man you're like low-key low-key <laughs> like, bro low-key low low key. because low nobody key. that's what i'm saying though you found a niche without even trying like because there are so many guys wouldn't do what you're doing yeah that's the truth so yeah yeah. I know uh, as I was speaking, no, as I was like, we should do an episode on the weird DMs I get. Yeah. Like, yeah we, we should were, do that. Yeah. Should. That's yeah. That's a whole, I'm sure we could have a lot of women come on for that one. <laughs> um, okay. So speaking of dudes, cheat codes, I Love know Raquel, Raquel, take it away. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I thought I told you, I mean, I thought like the whole music aspect of everything was really cool because we've been trying to kind of find this balance since we started with the music and kind of the mindfulness and self-love and yeah. all of that. So the fact that you're being able to combine it is the best of both worlds mm -hmm. because not a, not many people can do it because people don't know. And I feel like too, there's a lot of people are jobless right now. A lot of people have lost their jobs from radio, from music. So the fact that you're still kind of combining both and getting to do it for your job is exciting. So is there anything that you would kind of, any bit of advice you would give those people that are like, I love music and I want to do this, but what if my job goes in this direction? Can I still like music? Can I still have it in my life or be it part of my job? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I, most of my career, I've been like a traditional side hustler. Like I would find a job to pay my bills and then work on creative stuff on the side. And I still think that's the, the, the most pragmatic, realistic way to build in life. I think there's a lot of pressure online and in the, like the hustle community, like, Oh, you've got to go all in on your passion. You've got to sell everything. You've got to eat ramen and you just got to do it. And I, and I think there's a, there's a healthy mentality in being hungry for what you're trying to create, but you gotta be pragmatic. If you got a side hustle for 10 years and do it, I did it. And it was, it was great. It taught me everything I needed to know about business while also being creative. Um, and then, it, and it led to this point. And all, I mean, all I know about whether it's music and we've seen this time and time again, or whether it's just content creation in general, all it takes is one home run mm -hmm. and then you're, you're there. But the thing is, you got to be taken at bats as often as possible. You've got to release hundreds of episodes, hundreds of songs. You've got to be reaching out and networking. You got to be getting plays and you got to be getting promotion. And it's like, I, you just got to be, you've got to be willing to hear no as many times as you can. I, it's a wild world for me, like for music, for example, like before I started, before I started the podcast, I was a huge music guy and I would crush so hard on these people. Armin Van Buren is like one of my favorite artists ever. And I always used to treat him like a God. I'm like, oh my right. God, it's freaking Armin. And then fast forward yes. five years later, I'm sitting in a room with him when we're doing these things. Like it's, it's a wild world. And you know, the reason that these artists say yes to me is because the podcast, the episodes I do are really popular. The ones with the artists get 200,000 plays each. So it's like, there's this reciprocity mm -hmm. that I'm able to create with these guys, but I wouldn't have gotten there if I hadn't spent, you know, five years before learning how to write online and three years creating content all while working another job. So, I mean, I think there's something to be said about being stubborn, but also, you know, not putting yourself in a corner. If you're not breaking out year one, you break out year five and then have the rest of your life to sit on that success. So, I mean, yeah, it's all about expectations for yourself, but also realizing that there's no right way to do anything. I think, mm -hmm. I think every, that has been proven so often this year that there's no right way to, to break out as an artist or a content creator. I mean, you look at some of the musicians who broke out on TikTok this year, three years ago, that never would have happened. It's like, well, you're not getting streams yeah. on Spotify. It's like, well, you know, you could break out in a heartbeat. So it's, it's pretty crazy. And I, I just think it's liberating to remember those kinds of things as, you know, because the, the temptation is always going to be to compare your lack of success to someone else's success. Totally. Not the mm -hmm. right way to, to do it. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. But I mean, you're also forced into the situation by, you know, spending so much time on the day scrolling and scrolling. And yeah, a lot of people, including ourselves, are going to project, you know, the most positive part of your day or of your life as possible because you don't want to be a negative Nancy all day long online either. <laughs> but you're not going to be like, hey, guys, today I got a divorce. Just to let you know. OK, next. You know what I mean? Like, it's like it's just not how it's going to work. Yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I had to do something extreme, but it's like, you I was know, like, well, we went there. OK, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because it's when you have moments like that, it's like, again, yeah, of course, you're going to highlight the best of, of your day and your world. And yeah, you don't, you don't want to, you know, obviously over exaggerate your happiness or you're this or you're that, but I mean, that's what's seen online. And so, yeah, I think it's you, very easy I think to you got to find that balance. I think yeah. if we've all learned anything from 2020 and 2021, it's, you really have to be, we've talked about this before on the podcast too. It's like, we went from social media, just being that weird place where we post a picture of like us eating pizza and us in college with our friends to being perfect Instagram models. So now we're like, okay guys, today is a day we're struggling. We're having a day no filter no filter but like people <laughs> are, are appreciating that more and more so I think we just kind of got to wait for other people to catch up with 
honestly with us content creators, because now we're more so putting more and more realness out there Mm -hmm. and people are just now trying to be like, oh wait, this is the direction we're going in. All right, cool. I I love that though. And I'm really big on this is I I think the new wave of successful content creators are going to be so because they they project relatability. That's what people Mm -hmm. want. People want relatability nowadays. And that's why I think I truthfully think the end, it's the end of an era for experts. I, mm-hmm. I don't think people want to listen to experts anymore. I really don't. They want to listen, listen to people who have expert perspective, but not who label themselves experts. Right. You want people like me and you too, who have valuable things to, sh- to share and they are valuable. We got to make sure that they are valuable, but they're delivered yeah. in, in a way, right? They're delivered in a way that's relatable. You share stories from your life that back it up. You share the good and the bad. You're not lecturing. I, that's what That's what people want. And people don't want perfect curation you look at some of the top youtubers nowadays it's not over the top editing some of them don't even edit it at all and they're yes. massively, and they're massively popular and i and i truthfully mm-hmm. think that's the way that's that's the future for content it's not perfection and it's not expert and p i don't know i think i think people just have a, a bs um you know knows now for it people know when people are being not completely truthful yeah, authentic, or yeah. it's like people mm-hmm. just want relatable and i, yeah. I think that's a big vibe for the future. I mean, look, somebody like me where I want to be getting inspired by the content that I am consuming online, which I'm trying really hard. I turned off actually all my notifications on my social media apps because yeah, because it just, it, then I end up scrolling and I'm like, I don't want to scroll. It's wasting my time. I have so much other stuff that I have to produce. And you know, if I am going to pop on there, I want to be able to see content that I'm going to digest as something not only yes, of course, valuable for me, but something that's going to inspire me. I need to be inspired by the others that I'm following, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's, it's a fun world. And I think, uh, I personally like the way that it's transitioning now, because when the Instagram model stuff really started popping off, I really could not relate. And even as much as I wanted to try to put content out there like that, it's just not me. And I can try and I can try, but unless, you know, I have like a thong on or my ass out, it's just like not, well, probably the other side, not the bottom half, the top half. Uh, But if, (laughs) you know, like it it was just not my place, you know, like I can't relate. And I'm like, okay, I guess I kind of lost my, my space here now, but now I do feel like, wow, like actually this is a perfect time for me to have a voice. And this is outside of the podcast too. You have the cooking and it's like, we, it's funny because I think that's the thing too, is with our podcast, yes, it's our main focus, but we still let each other have our things that we get to do outside Mm. of it. And I feel like that's so healthy too, because if you just only focus on one thing and that's it with nothing else, like you at least work out and you do that, that aspect of things, like you're going to go insane Mm. and then you're just going to overthink everything and destroy self-destruct. So that's important too. Well, that's the fun thing with content creation in general. Like you said, it's like, even though you always had that mindfulness side or like the music thing, you didn't really know how to put two and two together until it just like worked out that day. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how I feel with the content creation now where like I was speaking to my mom on the phone a couple of weeks ago. And I was just like, you know what? I love that. I have several you know, Instagram pages right now, because on here I'm pushing out content that's like all in this color. And then I'm pushing out (laughs) content that's like all about, yeah, it's like all about something else. And then I have my own thing. And so it's like all those, all those 
parts of me, I guess, are being able to be expressed in different ways. And so it's, it's fulfilling. It's cool. It's cool. So it's too, it's too late now. So I have to fix it post. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) The sunset guys. Yeah. I know you, it's not as dark on our camera, but you see us like in the blackness (laughs) at this. I know. Sorry. (laughs) No, we didn't put a ring light up here because we don't, we, yeah, but it's fine. I'll fix it. it. It's It's fine. fine. It's fine. I'll fix it. Don't forget your ring light, guys. Contact creation 101. <laughs> I'll fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> but yes. Um, no, it, yes. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, I think, you know, one thing that we thought was really awesome of you is that, like you said, you don't have guests on your podcast, but that you were like totally open to, you know, sharing yeah, our content and being a part of our world and everything. And I thought that was cool because a lot of people can, you know, not approach things that way. Yeah. And people can, you know, just kind of be like, sorry, I'm busy or not respond or don't want to share. Like we have had a guest before that didn't share the content and it was upsetting for us, but it is what it is. And so I just want to put it out there that we're thankful I about that. Yeah. That we're thankful that, that you even said it to, begin to with. block it out of my head no, because not, every, not everybody's nice. Not everybody's nice like that. And like, actually, you know, genuinely like understands and cares the impact yeah. that that has. So yeah, no, for sure. Think, yeah. I mean, I, think <laughs> I always operate under the the kind of guise of one is better than than nothing, mm-hmm. and so I, I say yes to every interview, and if I can share it, I, I will, and I do. Um, if it, you know, and I think a lot. I I don't understand a certain like a certain group of people who are somewhat successful that they'll get invited to to come on shows and whatnot, and then they don't reciprocate. Or the most egregious thing when it comes to being a content creator is you don't respond to comments or DMs it's the easiest thing to do in the world. And I respond to, I can't respond to every DM cause I get too many, but I do respond to every comment on every post and I get mm-hmm. hundreds on every, every post. And it's the easiest thing to do in, in the world to control my destiny. It takes you mm-hmm. know, an hour a day to respond to comments. I never understood content creators. who think they've gotten too big where they can't do that. If someone takes the time to acknowledge me, I'm going to mm-hmm. take the time to acknowledge them. It's the simplest thing in the world. And mm-hmm. it's not like I'm, I'm giving it too much thought. I'm just saying, Hey, thanks. Like it's the simplest thing. So like, that is like the, the, the gift that we all have to like do that. And then also, yeah, of course I want to help other people grow. Cause I know how hard it is to grow a podcast. It's, it's the worst. There's no easy way to do it. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. It's a lot of work, yeah. but, um, yeah, we appreciate you for that. And, yes, yes. you know, just shining light mm-hmm. on that. It's not something that everybody does. And I think we both agree and we <laughs> try to do the same too, with yeah. responding to comments and such. And then on top of that, I mean, um, you know, just it, spreading kindness is always going to be the best thing. If you, if you put out, you will get in return regardless. Good karma, everyone. Yeah. I mean, that's part of it. So it's, you know, I think it's a positive thing to do. And I think we're going to wrap it up here because at least on his end, he sees us in the complete darkness and it's really (laughs) creepy at this point. He's like, I just see white teeth. (laughs) I swear when you, if you scroll to the end of the YouTube, it's not going to look this way. It's not going to be in the dark. It's like completely in utter dark. We are not vampires, I promise. (laughs) But thank you so much for joining us. And this is when we turn on, we should like light some sage now at this point because it's so dark. Right. Um, But yes, what we say here on the podcast is peace, love, and unicorns. Peace, Peace, love, and unicorns. (laughs) And of course, make sure to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on social media. I'm at Raquel Goldie. I'm at Natasha Salahi. Case, where can everyone find you? Case.Kenny. It's easy. Easy peasy.
New mind, who dis? <laughs> New mindset, who dis? <laughs> Follow his podcast as well. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.